Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Fill her up. You're listening to the Gas Digital Network. What up, what up, what up, podcast party people, what's happening, how you doing, how you doing, well, that music's kind of loud, isn't it, it's a little loud, I'm going to turn it down, it's starting to hurt my ears, man, I need to turn it down, you know what I'm saying, no, it's not hurting my ears, I'm deaf, man, I'm deaf. I am so deaf. You don't even know. So deaf. Years of listening to monitors that are just ripping my head off. Painful. I remember the first uh, Mayhem Festival that we did. Oh, my God. I can't remember who did the monitors, but it was literally just feedback for 25, 30 minutes. Just painfully loud like dude you got to get this under control bro the nicest guy ever and i just felt so bad but jesus it was fucking painful i i became more deaf from that one tour that one tour alone lost 10 percent of my hearing i guarantee it 10 percent. i am attributing 10 percent of my hearing loss to that one fucking tour where I only played 25, I paid, I played a baby set. 25, my fucking electric happy hour is two hours. Two hours and 15 minutes at this point. I was playing a 25-minute set on my sixth album. Why? It was a great tour. I'm not going to lie. It was fun. It was a blast. But just, I, I don't want to go back to that, man. I don't want to do 25 minutes. We were playing four songs. It was a joke. <laughs> like our song, we've got 10 minute long songs. It was, and we were playing, I remember we were playing Clenching the Fist of Descent and uh, Halo, which is absurd. You know, and then we played two short songs because that was all we could fucking manage. God, it was so ridiculous. It was fucking ridiculous. It was fucking ridiculous. It's 25, 30 minutes, you know, just Fuck. I don't want to go back to that. I'm looking at this Amon Amar tour going, all right, 60 minutes, okay. 70 minutes some nights. <clears throat> cool. <laughs> I still, on average, every Friday play a two-hour show. Two-plus hours. And I like it. I like the two-plus hours, man. I like the three-hour show. I loved all of the Bloodstone, all the Catharsis tour cycle. The three-hour block no breaks, just fucking banger after banger. 
I know it seems like a long time. It goes by fast, ladies and gentlemen. Especially when we, we cluster the songs together. That's that's where all the bands fuck up. They do like song break, song break. I'm like song break, four in a row, just banger, 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 banger. Then you talk, or then a whatever. Know what I'm saying? All kicking up soon here. Tour dates up on MachineHead1.com. You can get tickets there for the Machine Head Amonamarth Halo Effect Tour happening starting August 31st. No, wait. Starting Electric Happy Hour dates are starting August 31st. First official date is in September, September 8th. Arena Tour, baby. Starting off in Nottingham. Nottingham, England. And then going to... Wales, then London, then Manchester, where they have Manchester, Manchester, and uh, Dublin, Ireland. We're going to do some more Electric Happy Hour. We're doing five Electric Happy Hour shows, Electric Happy Hour live in Scotland, a bunch of small kind of 800 thousand cap rooms and they're all sold out it's gonna be sick and then we got a show in Strasbourg France electric happy hour live that's gonna be more like the the weekly show that we do very off the cuff very eclectic set lists I think the one in Strasbourg France we're doing uh unto the locust top to bottom it's the 11th anniversary that day so we're gonna do entire under the locust album for the first half and then who knows for the second half? Second hour is anything goes. My way, your way, anything goes tonight. Yeah, yeah. Um, Machine Head dropped a new song, baby. Today. Came out today, this morning at midnight. New song called Unhallowed. It's a banger. I tell you what, I haven't read the comments. I don't, I just so you know, I don't read the comments. I can't, I can't read the comments. It's just too much. Too, I don't want, even if it's good, I don't want to read it. Fucks me up. But when I turned on my phone today, because I always put my phone on airport, airplane mode when I go to sleep. Turned on my phone, motherfucker blew up. Everyone's like, oh my God, this song is sick friends you know associates people that are peripheral work for the band like holy shit this song's fucking amazing so uh yeah i was stoked and then i had some i had i had a couple friends who i trust like hey what's the pulse what's what's everybody saying what's the what's the vibe and everybody's like dude everybody's just fucking blown away so i'm gonna play a little bit of this song here for you i'm gonna play a little bit of this song for you called Unhallowed. What the fuck, man? Internet. Jeez Louise, the fucking internet is like, what is going on here? Play. Play. What is going on? Oh, you fucking cunt. You fucking cunt. What is happening here? Why is this not playing? The gods don't want you to hear this song. I don't know what's the deal. 
Do I got to quit Spotify or some shit? What the fuck? All right, let's try it again. Let's try it again. Look at this shit. I'm going to look it up. Boom. What's up? What's up? Play for fuck's sake. Oh my gosh. There we go. You better load all the way, Spotify. There we go. Lars Ulrich, eat your heart out. And that, that Lars Ulrich drum fill right there. Not that one, the one before. Riff right there. Cool Vogue riff. This song is kind of a turning point for the record. As you may know, uh, this is a concept album. And so the first few songs are really about character number one then after that song after the third song we go into uh, the next few songs and these songs are about uh, character number two now in this song in particular character number two has just lost his mother to a drug overdose and in the downward spiral of the aftermath, he loses his mind. And there's times when he's in a depression, when he's suicidal, but you know, there's also glimmers of hope here. You know, he's, he's trying to pull himself out. He's trying to, you know, get past it, but, uh, you know, he's just... He's in the depths of depression. And sometimes you just, when you're in that place, you just can't shake it. And so uh, that's what kind of this verse is about. This rusted razor blade is looking all too kind. You know, so this song kind of goes through that whole part. And then, you know, at some point, the next song that comes after this really is kind of where he goes off the deep end. And so, you know, there's a story to this. There's a concept. The whole album is a concept. And, you know, you follow these people on the journey while you're listening to this record. And uh, I'm super proud of that. I'm really proud of the fact that you know, we were able to pull this off because a concept record, I think, is, you know, I've listened to a lot of concept records, and i got to say most of the time they kind of miss. <laughs> they're, done, they're just kind of, a, they don't 
you know, it just doesn't always pan out right. And, uh, you know, when they're done right, it really is, it does make the story better. And so, uh, you know, with this one, this was like a pretty heavy song. You know, like this song had to come together and be like, this had to be this kind of turning point in this person's life. And, and that's what it is. And, you know, for all you don't know, I'll recap the, uh, the story, the concept of the record is based around two characters. Character number one is named Eris and they, uh, Eris loses the love of his life, Amethyst, and goes on a murderous rampage to avenge her murder. And, uh, you know, goes on a murderous rampage against the perpetrators who killed her. Uh, Eros is character number two, who Unhallowed is primarily about. And Eros loses his mother to a drug overdose. Uh, he then begins circling the drain, begins a downward spiral into madness. And in the aftermath of that, becomes radicalized by this charismatic leader and goes on his own murderous rampage, murdering Amethyst. And so he is the perpetrator. And the lyrics and the concept of the album details how their lives intertwine. And so, yeah, this song dropped today, and I'm really, it's kind of real, you know, I don't, like I said, I don't, I don't read the reactions, not read the comments, but, you know, just from, like, the close people that have kind of, like, hit me up, they're like, dude, fucking holy, holy guacamole, man. Holy guacamole, man. Let's see, I wrote some notes here, I wrote some podcast topic notes. What was my podcast topic notes here? Oh, what did I write down? Botfly. Lars Ulrich said he was going to come on the podcast. I'm not sure if I've talked about that, but he was like, yes, he'll come on the podcast. He says that as long as he doesn't have to talk about Metallica, he'll come on the podcast. I was like, deal. Let's fucking do it. Um, went to Chuck Billy's birthday party last weekend. Chuck Billy turned 60 years old of the Mighty Testament. It was awesome. It was a surprise party that his wife Tiffany put on. They went to some, they set it up at this biker club called uh, A Few, Solid Few, A Solid Few MC. Shout out to them. Cool place. And uh, she really, I mean, it was pretty amazing. She kept that fucking totally secret. And they had everybody, it was it was in the day, which was I thought was a great idea because it was like, no one's expecting a surprise party at one in the afternoon. They expect it at night. And uh, so they had everybody, it was kind of at the end of a court, like, you know, uh, a lot of like biker clubs now are in like uh, business, kind of uh, business courts, you know, if you know what I mean, like little business districts rather than like Main Street or anything like that. And so, uh, or a residential area, they're like in a warehouse district. And so, uh, you know, they just had everybody come to the end of the court. And then so like when Chuck pulled up, like everybody would just be waving or whatever. And so they pull around the corner. Everybody's there from the party and everybody's just waving at him. And the look on his face, he was just, what the fuck? What's this? And like, and then he sees me and he sees all these other people. He's like, oh, he gets out. He's like, fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> it was super funny. It was great. It was a great vibe. 
they had some Testament beer there. I can't remember who the brewing company was, but it was really, it was a Kolsch. It was a delicious, and it was ice fucking cold. It was a hot day, and uh, yeah, it was awesome. Great hang, great vibe, just, you know, cake, just hung out and talked to everybody. It was a killer, killer vibe. Um, What else? I watched this fucking crazy shit, man. This shit called a bot fly, dude. Oh my god, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have G Mike put the fucking put the bot fly video in there because, dude, this shit was so fucking crazy. So Geneva's like, she's watching Facebook and she's like, oh, I just hear her going, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, that's so gross. And I'm like, what are you watching? And uh, go over there and she shows me and it's this cat and they're they stick tweezers up this cat's nose and they pull this giant fucking bug out of it dude and i was like what the fuck was that like how did that get in there you know and i was i for the life of me i couldn't figure out how this enormous you know probably a good inch wide inch and a half long i was ugh. And uh, so we started reading about what a bot fly was. It was like bot fly removal from cat. Look it up. I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna put it here anyway. But dude, so gross. And I'm just like nature. What the fuck? <laughs> like, so apparently, bot flies will get into uh, the land. They're a type of fly, and they land sometimes on cats, sometimes on other animals. But I can't remember. Very rarely in humans, but it can happen in humans. And they land, and they put their eggs into the either the not the bloodstream but like the skin or the muscle tissue and then the and then the the larva or the pupa works its way to a hole usually like a nose hole or something and then it grows in there and then it comes out and i was just like that's fucking that's some crazy shit man that's some crazy shit i was just like well nature that's fucking wild. And it can happen in humans, too. Oh, God, so gross. Fucking gross. But, yeah, so that was my, uh, that was my whole, that was my whole bot fly experience. Never even heard of the thing. Never, I'd never, I'd, ignorance was bliss up until June 2022, knowing that there's bot flies out there that can plant their fucking seed in you and let it grow and, ugh. Anyway, we didn't even show it to my youngest son. My youngest son would freak the fuck out if he saw that shit. He's all bug over. Although he doesn't care about bees. Totally not scared of bees at all, but like spiders and fucking shit like that. Oh my God, he's a nut. Today is my uh, oldest son, Xander. It's his birthday today. 18 years old for my little baby boy. Uh, they grow so fast. It goes by so fast. Jesus, it goes by, it goes by really fast, man. I can't believe 18 years went by like that. It's nuts. He just graduated high school. Now he's 18. We're going to take him out to sushi tonight. He's having a whole thing with his friends right now. So I was like, I'll just go in and do some work. Do the podcast. But uh, yeah, pretty wild. Just celebrated Father's Day with my dad. And he spent the night all weekend. So yeah, it was good. It was a good vibe good vibe these last few days and 
and then I got barbecue. I don't have any big stars coming up. Barbecue is not a big star in the metal world, but let me tell you, barbecue is a star. He's a star in the machine head, head case, uh, stratosphere. He is a total star of the machine head fan base because he's a fucking lunatic and he's funny as fuck and he's got a crazy life and million different stories and, uh, you know, I just think that you guys are going to enjoy this for a podcast because this dude's just an interesting guy. Like, he's a really fucking interesting guy. And he's not famous, you know. He's, you know. In fact, sometimes interviewing famous people is kind of boring. I don't want to, I'm not going to name any names. But, you know, like, you know, he's just a fucking crazy guy. And and I love this guy. So uh, I don't have any music to play for him. He does do a bunch of uh, he does do a bunch of uh, clips which I don't have lined up, and so I'm going to have uh, G Mike, my producer, put him into the section where we're talking about it. But he's got some funny uh, comedy clips that he's done, and uh, yeah, I'm going to have those so you guys can see those, and they're pretty funny, and he's funny. So anyway, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, here is the mighty, mighty. Floyd Barber, a.k.a. Barbecue. Barbecue. Hey, what's up? Good morning. Fucking early. <laughs> it's really early. <laughs> early. Hung over as fuck. Hung over as fuck, huh? <laughs> nah, not too bad. I had a few yesterday. I saw the, uh, I saw the uh, birthday post for Lunar Vixen. Yeah, that was sort of... That was out of nowhere. She messaged me or someone messaged me and said it was her birthday. And I just so happened to be having a few beers and uh, had the new song on. And it was fucking perfect time to send a tin up into the air. Right. Right. Totally. She, uh, Lunar Vixen is our Twitch uh, dungeon bondage mistress, right? We, I think that's, we can, she, might, she might have come on. She might have migrated from Facebook, but I kind of she came on my radar when we were on Twitch. Yeah, yeah. So I think she's Polish. She's in Dutch originally from Poland, living in uh, UK with Andrew. Okay, and Andrew, what's Andrew's name? Prodigen. That's it. That's it. That I can only imagine um, what goes on in their house. Or maybe they're really normal. You know? Maybe they're just Probably. like, we just want to have regular sex. Like, we don't want anything to do with bondage yeah. or nothing. Yeah. It's, uh, who knows? We just we just make shit up on Twitch and and, we're, and run with it. Yeah. How you been, man? Uh, good. I mean, I quit my job. I'm, uh, I'm just, I'm in between floating around doing different things and, trying to sort shit out so I can get over to UK, Scotland. Um, you, so, um, weren't you, were, you were working with like disabled kids or uh, like... Uh, yeah, yeah, more youth. Uh, you know, kids that have been taken from their homes from okay. pretty heavy, heavy traumatic abuse and stuff. So 14 years of that and I was burnt. I was burnt out. I was fucking done. Um, you see a lot of horrific shit. You deal with a lot of horrific shit. And um, I loved it. I loved doing it. Uh, but it takes its toll. Most people last about three or four years. 
that 14 is like a fucking long time to, to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine what you see in that, in that line of work, you know, like we don't want to, we don't ever talk about that kind of stuff, right? Like nobody nah, in society nah, nah. wants to talk about like that kind of yeah. shit. No. Nah, and, and like, I don't even want to talk about it now. Let's right. uh, let's get to let's get to the funny shit, not the yes. fucking. I don't, I don't want to go into that. But you're doing no, it, but you're doing uh, good. You're doing good though. I'm doing a lot. When did better. you when, when did I, you quit I, your job? When yeah. did you quit your job? Uh, probably two two three months ago. Okay, and uh, I was I was at a really low point, just so down, and spoke to I, first time in my life I spoke to a counselor and doctors, and they just said just get out, get out now. And I did. And as soon as I got out, it was a fucking weight lifted off my shoulders. And um, I've been doing heaps better. Right. So, Mrs. has been holding the fort. She's working her ass off, but I'm, I'm back into a bit of work now. I've been doing some outdoor stuff and some support work with other people that isn't sort of youth, sort of older people with a bit of autism and ADHD and stuff okay. like that, which is way more cruisy. Right. And, um, I'm, I'm back on the up. I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm trying to organize this tour so I can catch up with all the maniacs around the world. And um, yeah, I'm fucking loving, I'm loving life. For all of you who don't know, barbecue is a legendary head case. Very well known throughout all circles of machine head fandom and crew has traveled quite a quite a few places man you've come to america a few times from australia you've come to the uk you've come to you know, belgium to paris yeah, belgium paris, paris belgium yeah yeah um yeah i've been around i've done yeah. all the aussie 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 tours just following around aussie tours. All, and the machine head, all the machine head australia tours every time you, you got and that's that's a lot of flying as you know so uh of uh yeah i mean and just met the craziest coolest people like we've got the whack pack the beer boys the cunt liners the head cat like there's just these little teams that i've formed around the world and just such a different group of people like the whack pack with uh m2d2 and greaser it's yes, like you'd, you'd never you'd, some some dudes you'd never think I'd be hanging out with, but uh, like I speak to them all the time. They come and stay with me when they're in Queensland and um, fucking. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Had some of the funniest times with them. I was talking to M2D2 yesterday or the day before just about this and getting some, you know, he's got a better memory than me because I, I forget half the shit we do, but. I don't know. He how was telling- I don't know how he's remembering it because <laughs> you guys are always hammered when I'm around all of you. The the general the general um yeah the thing of the whole theme of the whole chat was if you party with me before a show, there's a good chance you'll miss the show. So, I mean, M two D two missed the show at the River Stage when you guys supported Slipknot or oh, did the tour with Slipknot? Yes, really and. He drank absinthe 
He was drinking <laughs> vodka and then I think someone broke out absinthe and he got so fucking wasted. He was dry humping street signs on the way to the show. <laughs> and then we got to the show and he got so fucking emotional. I think he even was crying and saying, I can't do it. I got, I'm going. Oh my God. He fucking... <laughs> He went back to his room and he was just absolutely devastated. Why was he so emotional about just saying something? I, I just not the I show, not the gonna, show, but something else. I think he was emotional that he knew he was going to miss the show. It might have been after oh, the show. Gotcha. He, was, okay. he, he was so emotional. He was on. I think he was vomiting absinthe and vodka. You can imagine. <laughs> and he's not a big drinker. He's not a, like he doesn't drink a lot. And I'm always like, "Come on, have some more. Let's go." Right. Same, same with Greaser. So, yeah, that's Greaser. Greaser, yeah. So Greaser's the same in Melbourne. I think it was uh, when you did the Soundwave tour and you had the side shows. Mm. We got we got Greaser drunk at um, a pub in in Melbourne, right in the city. And by mid afternoon, in broad daylight, he was out on the street vomiting into a bin in front of people walking past, and <laughs> and he didn't make the show. So he had oh, we, we sent him. Nah. we sent him back to his room we said rest up you'll make it he didn't make the show and uh so he missed the show i mean i've i've missed lots of shows none of yours but i've been kicked out of heaps of shows and got arrested and kicked out of anthrax and um i've, I I've missed say, didn't, multiple didn't, uh, didn't uh, ian mccray cray miss a show because because of you guys well well i'm gonna put it down to to <laughs> us because we were supposed to drink with him the night before Manchester and we did Blondie's. So we canceled Manchester accommodation and we went to Blondie's to the Blondie right. show. And yeah, he Blondie's got is a machine had played the night after Brixton Academy, we played a 50 cap uh, bar. So just, it was the tiniest bar, probably the tiniest bar I've ever been in, let alone played. And uh, it was fucking raging. So Blondie's yeah, that was, was that. that. Did, did that was, Ian McCraig Ian McCray go to that show? No. So he he was waiting for us. We we're all going to go to a karaoke bar. So he uh, proceeded to get smashed without us. And um, uh, yeah, uh, next day I, I, they told me he's 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 absolutely gone. He's not going to come to the show. And I said, "Where are you? I'm coming." So I got a cab over to their um, apartment, and I'd never met any of them. So Cray Cray's and few others there, Kenny Chan. And I'm like, you're coming to the show. Get up. You can't. And he was, he was white as a ghost. He was vomiting. <laughs> and <laughs> we, we convinced him and he got to the, we got, got him to the venue and we were having drinks and, um, Oh really? And then, yeah. And then he, he fucking stuck off. Oh, he fucking yeah. So, uh, he didn't make the show. He got, he, we nearly had him in there and then, yeah, yeah. He bailed, so he missed the show, and then, you know, I wrote a song about it. And what about Ian? I'm the other cray. I'm not as well known. I don't post all day. I mostly watch and look. Maybe I'll stalk just like Kirk. It's just a fucking classic story. <laughs> you're known for uh, you're known for your. Yeah, I haven't. I, we actually haven't had a, a barbecue song in a while. But you've known for you're known for writing songs about the other head cases, dedicated yeah. to or inspired by one of their uh, 
many drunken evenings <laughs> or something that makes yeah. us laugh. Yeah. You, usually, I've looked, it's, I've been doing parodies my whole life. So I've got a knack of just changing lyrics, like just bang. You can drive it in the car with me. I just change lyrics to the funniest shit. And um, I start, yeah, I started, uh, when you started doing the Facebook lives, I started doing the, you know, the sunflower seed ones and the fucking sick bro, the hashtag sick right. bro. And that right, right. just went on. The peanut butter butthole boy. Come here, boy. I'm going to make you a treat. Come lick my ass. It's how dogs greet. Leave a crack. Lick every last boot. Tell everybody I'm Rob's Send them to you. I'd send them to you. I'd be off my fucking head. Like sometimes doing a bender, like on on all sorts of shit. And I remember the peanut butter butthole boy. You were like, "Fucking, you got to write a write one of your songs for that." I don't even remember I like, what is the what was the origin of peanut butter butthole boy. I don't remember that. A guy came randomly on your Facebook live and just said, "I put peanut peanut butter on my butthole and get my dog to lick it off." <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's what it was. And, and, <laughs> And every, <laughs> just like I was like, what? And everybody was like, what? Yeah, but everybody was like, that's fucking barbecue on a fake right. account, right. and it wasn't me. It wasn't me. Um, uh, but I wrote that song. Uh, maybe it was now. Maybe <laughs> it was. Hundred percent wasn't me. But uh, I wrote that and sent it to you. We were just off our heads when we wrote it, and uh, it was fucking funny. We, I think we sampled you saying something in it. Same right. with, same with fuck cramp. We had a sample of you saying you know, something about cramping up and, uh, yeah, Danny songs, Galk songs, fucking. Yes. I think everyone's copped one. Yeah. Brown old tongue. Yes. Brown old tongue in your bum. DM coming your way. Brown old tongue. In your bum, in your bum. Yeah, some of those saw. Yeah, some of the brown old tongue. Yeah, about Kirk. <laughs> Kirk constantly kissing my ass. Brown old tongue. <laughs> and then fuck cramp. Fuck cramp was based on a song I did. I used so. If you don't know this, I did. I used to do these Facebook lives where I just basically talk shit for a half an hour, and. uh Everybody would just, we'd just join in. And then at one point I talked about how the night before, or maybe that morning, I can't even remember now, but like I had had a fuck cramp. I was, <laughs> I was having relations with Ginevra and like then my, my leg totally fucking spasmed out, like in the middle of fucking. And I was like, Jesus, like, stop, hold on. And then right after I did it, you had one. <laughs> I had one. Yeah. Like I think it was the next night. So it was, it was an early morning. We had a big, me and Carly went out tonight, lots of drinks, uh, having relations. She was on top. I got one in the, in the hamstring. And, and same thing. I'm like, just get off. Like, I picked her up and just got her off me. And she, she got up and went out of the room. And I was like, where the fuck she gone? I thought she was, like, going, going to get me something, maybe salt tablets or a drink. 
And she came back, she came back with a fucking plate of toast and got back in the bed and started eating <laughs> toast next to me. <laughs> I'm laying in there fucking, oh, she's eating toast. She's like, I'm hungry. I'm going to go get something to eat. <laughs> no, I'm not helping you out. No one can have any of this toast. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that was, yeah, we sampled you saying it and that was a pretty funny one. Did a yeah. good clip for it. And then another head um, case, Danny head case, who uh, was a regular on Facebook Live. And then like a week later, she got a, a fuck uh, lock. She didn't have a mm-hmm. fuck cramp, but her hip locked up. <laughs> Basically a cramp, I guess. The hip lock coin. The hip lock. I think, we did, I, think I did that, rocket coin, hip lock coin or something. Oh, right, right. But, uh, and she you know, got and one you're known it. for taking other people's songs and kind of turning them into. Yeah, these, I mean, just, just parodies. Uh, I mean, we did that peanut butter, butthole boy, and um, fuck cramp, and Turks and Caicos, as zit on my cock. Vodka, my intoco, beer, and corn rolls. Karaoke, rusty, rex, red, get shows. Zit on my cock, yes, you heard it correct. My wife looking hot, times get to get erect. Ready to pop, it's not yet got a head. My penis is so easy, swollen, and red. They were all, they were all originals. Oh, but- okay. For most part, I just uh, parody something up. But yeah, I haven't done any for for a while, and it's probably because of the the work stuff, and I wasn't feeling it. But hey, I'm good again. Let's let's bring them back. I'm sure there's some people who need a parody done about them. Have we done a John Gauck song? Yeah, I did. Uh, oh right, you did. I did. Fucking uh, fuck, I can't even remember. Gauck, Gauck. Wanking one out. What was it? Right. Pierce of Fears or something. Right, and, uh, right, right. And not another one. There was a, there's a few gals on there. There. Yeah, I'm trying it's to think tough. of like all the Americans. Who could you do Americans about? Uh, well, we did Militello. We did Militello. Yellow. Yeah. That was a good oh, one. Right, you right, guys right. did it. I, I gave you right. the lyrics. You guys. You wrote it. Yeah, you yeah. nailed. That was sick. That was that actually came out good. Uh, Coldplay. But uh, yeah, no, Big J. Fucking J. Scuba. I don't know. Scuba. Scuba's Canadian. I don't know. I don't know if we can. Yeah, I need something to go on. I've got to do something. Have Fuck. we done, a, have we done an, a NAS song yet? I think uh, you, you did one. I, you I've did a NAS song. Yeah, I've got I a did, couple of a NAS Scott. I've got fucking NAS. Fucking NAS song. I did uh, I did fucking Dennis Leary and Arsol, and I think right. you did that on your on your live. But I had I was working on one, and I stopped. And it was to the Flash Gordon song, but it was a nass, ah, uh, fucking whatever. But it, it was sounded good. I just I should have kept going. You had to change. You couldn't call him Savior of the Savior of the Universe. No, no, it was, um, universe. it was moderator of the fucking universe. It was something. It was, uh, but it was bagging him. He's definitely he's definitely stepped stepped off of the moderator status. This is my. He we're, has. We're talking about my moderators on Twitch now. At this point, he's he's been yeah, slacking he's been hard. Night, no, he's too busy on. You know who stepped Netflix. up? You know who stepped up was uh, Pascal. Pascal has uh, really been moderating heavily. He's had to be moderating. We've been getting all these bot attacks on our YouTube live stream. Like some fucking cockface is fucking programming a bot to like spam our shit for like 20, 25 minutes. And dude, they're like, it's really out of hand. It's like really fucking lame and uh you know so he's been like is it is it he's on and it's a lot of work man it's like fucking 
you know, hundreds of comments. It'll just, it'll like literally spit out like 10 comments in a row, you know, like crazy shit. And what about like the band or just, dude, it'll be like the N word. It'll be like the N word. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, we've, okay. We've, okay. We just had yeah, a, yeah, we just yeah. had a porn bot spam us last a couple of weeks ago. Like, sir, it was all just like, you know, yeah. free fucking or whatever. <laughs> like, yeah, I jump on YouTube occasionally and yeah, Pascal's doing a killer job. Yeah. Another, you know, just, I can't wait to meet all this new group of people that I've met through Twitch and that. So that's what I'm hoping to get over there and see all these spit. Yeah. You know, imagine. I keep, I keep imagine Elk. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. You're not sure if you're coming to Glasgow though. All right. Or are you? I'm, tr I'm definitely trying to get to some of the Scotland shows to start and then I'll just go through to Manchester and then, yeah. Trying to go anywhere else is way too expensive. So that runs not too bad. Yeah, all on the same island and everything. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Catch yeah. up with Andreas and Mirando and and I, no, I don't know if Mirando's going. Mirando's not talking about yeah, going to the uh, any of the happy hours though. Nah, he's going to do the happy hour in Strasbourg. I think he's okay. trying to be okay. same. He he just can't get to the ones in Scotland, but he's uh, definitely yep. doing the UK. Doing like, the UK, too bad, man. I was like, the Scottish shows are going to be wild. Oh shit, yeah. So I'm definitely trying to make those. And uh, let's see if I party before Gauk before a show if he makes the show. Mm. He talks a big he talks a big game, Gauk. I think I think he'll go. make it. I think he'll make it. He can. He's, <laughs> yeah. He drinks a lot. He's drinking that fucking shitty fireball oh, all, goddamn, all goddamn day. Fuck that. <laughs> no, but super yeah. fuck that. Like I can do a shot of fireball, and I'm like, okay, I'm good. That's yeah. Good. <laughs> he's drinking and, he mi and he mixes and mixes it with coke that shit's way too sweet yeah. way too sweet way too sweet i just I, I just get the little bottles and then stab them into a beer and shotgun them that's that's the way to do a fireball a fireball in a beer just you saw the flaming emu where i got the little fireball bottle mm -hmm. stabbed it into the can and shotgunned it and kind of like you cinnamon, it, it kind of like cinnamon, the beer, cinnamon beer uh, it was it's not tasty no, it's just, I was gonna say, it's just a part. Like a... It's a party trick. Yeah. It's a, it's <laughs> okay. a party trick. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's not tasty. But um, I've been talking to all the head cases this morning, just in a chat, because I got on the piss. I was been drinking all night, had a bit of a sleep and got up and just had another one. And uh, mate, they are fucking loving this new song. Actually, even on the nuclear blast pages, like the positivity on the new song is fucking unreal, isn't it? Have you read any of it? I haven't. I I don't. I I can't. Like I can't read it. I don't even. I don't even if it's good. I just don't want to read it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just. I I kind of hear. That. I book. I turned on my phone today, and my fucking phone blew up with like a yeah. text, and I was like, okay, good vibe from you know friends and stuff. So. Yeah. Ah, man, it's it's uh, that's cool. That's cool I to mean, hear, you, though, man. That's awesome to hear. You've been getting it. I mean, all these recent songs you've been dropping it. It's been very similar, but this you one, know, you know, the nuclear blast though, like their socials can be like kind of hit or miss with that. Oh, like it can be. Yeah. Oh, sometimes yeah. they're like fuck machine head, and other times <laughs> they're just like <laughs> like this is this is good. Like all surprised. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was that's a general consensus there. So when I read it this morning and it was mostly positive, I was like, this is fucking cool. But a lot of people saying it's their favorite, you know, I know it's just dropped, but their favorite one of the new tracks. And wow. I mean, I mean, I said to you, it's like 
it's going to get the panties wet on on the ladies because it's got that beautiful melodic singing but then it's yeah it's some deep lyrics it's the it's the lyrics that so many people relate to and and I relate to and um yeah it's when I heard it first I was going oh yeah this is like this is going to be a hit but then I read the lyrics and I was like fuck yeah this is this is what I love I love these lyrics and right on man um awesome it's yeah that's That's the shit I love man and everyone everyone's saying the same thing you know and then it just busts into that fucking maidenish type you know the four minute mark the cold and alone kicks in and it's oh right man what a song right on loving it right on yeah we just dropped a new song for anybody who's listening to this we just dropped a new song today actually probably yesterday for you because you're in australia (laughs) in australia them bastards they always get the song like 19 hours ahead of everybody else because you're you're in the future and the funny thing is, you guys in the US, I think, get it like last. We get it last. We <laughs> really get it last. So I'm, all, like, all why, the- I'm like, why do we get it last? In fact, I made a point because there, there is a way that you can program it. And I had, when we did Stop the Bleeding, I was like, America's getting it first. Okay. Like, that's it. It's dropping in America on the day. You know, like, in yeah. fact, everybody got it at the same time. We got it. We got it. You guys didn't get it at midnight. We just got it. America got it at midnight. Everybody else got it at whatever time midnight in America was. Yeah. Which would be my preference, but I don't really care at this point. You know, like at this point, it's like, whatever. I, I'm still yeah. in Australia, you know, like all the Australians start, you know, talking about it. And then like that buzz carries over to everybody else anyway. So it's cool. Yeah. I mean, all the Aussies I was talking to, uh, they were just tripping out on it. They were loving it. It's, so, crazy yeah, to, it's crazy to think that you're 18, 19 hours ahead of us. <laughs> it's, yeah. You don't seem that hey, far the, away, but yeah, I guess. No. Nah. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I, like when I came up, when I came over there, it's, it's, that's the flight, better 16, 18 hour flight. So, um, yeah. Cause you got to fly from Brisbane to <clears throat> Sydney and then Sydney to Oakland. right? Yeah. Usually, usually, yeah. You got to do the connection. Um, so yeah, I mean, would you come? You came over for my for my birthday bash, right? Oh fuck, that's where I met the beer boys, Miranda yeah. and Andreas. That's where we clicked. And then, right. uh, I mean, I know your shows your shows like no fucking regrets, but like I have this fucking regret about. I know it was funny and shit, but I have a fucking regret about fucking up TNT because, man, I I nail that song. I played it with bands. I played it. I sing it at karaoke. Like, and I got up there, and I was so fucking wasted, and just <laughs> pulled my pants down you and were, fucking. I think that's what <laughs> fucked you up. You pulled your pants down, and you were so like concentrating on that that like that you couldn't concentrate on the words anymore. <laughs> I'm fucking yeah. I mean, I would like, imagine you don't man. normally pull your pants down while singing TNT <laughs> with a local band, right? <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, Look, I have been known to do it. Um, I mean, I, that, you know, the cruise, I went on the cruise and I won that fucking pop star comp. Right. And, Tell us uh, about that. Tell us all that. Tell me how that uh, all that's, right. a funny, that's a funny story. So, so this is, I did three cruises to get, to get that win. So the first cruise I ever went on, I'll try to shorten it. But I went on a cruise for a wedding and uh, I went in the, the pop star competition and I got 
through the first and the second heats. Pop star competition is like uh like yeah. American Idol or like you know, yeah, yeah. Something's got yeah. Talent. On a on a on a on a, on a cruise. cruise ship with thousands of people. And the and, crew, um, the people in the audience are the cruise members and the cruise people vote on who they liked best yeah. or whatever, right? Okay. Yeah. So I get through the first cruise we did, I get through all heats, but then on the second last night. Me and my me and Carly get shit faced. We we got shit faced every day. I think we had a drink package, so it's fucking endless drinks. You just drink cocktails, beers, like whatever. Bar, right, open bar, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But second second last night, I got shit faced and almost got locked up in the jail on the P and O cruise. <laughs> and my missus and Carly vomited on the. Why dance did you almost floor. get locked up in the jail? Why did you almost get locked up in the jail? Uh, well, I nearly had a. Fight with someone just because Carly vomited on the dance floor and they were trying to <laughs> carry her away. And uh, anyway, they, t- they they cut me off and they said to me on the very final night when the finale is and you get to perform, um, I could perform, but I was not allowed to drink. And I was like, oh, "Fuck geez. that!" I said, "I'm not doing it then. I'm not fucking. I'm not. I'm not performing." <laughs> so I did. So anyway. I go on another cruise. So these other couples said, you want to go on a cruise. It's two years later. And the same thing, I get almost oh, so you did, so, you, so you did not perform? No. Did not, no. Okay, so I got, so that was it. That was the end. Okay. Yep. Uh, so I and, and how I far refused. did you get, how far did you get on that? Oh, I, I, made, I made I made the finals. Okay. You made the finals. But, but, uh, and what uh, are you what are you do doing? It. What are you singing on the final? What are you singing on that first cruise? Um, like, I think the first one I was doing uh for my final one, I was gonna do an ACDC song. So um anyway i i refused to do it they wouldn't let me drink the last night so i was sort of upset and uh brushed them but two years later we got invited on another one and we went on it and I, my whole thing in my head was like right i'm going back to fucking take what's mine so i go back to the second cruise and i'm like i just just jump straight into the first heat is, I get is this through the it. same is this the same cruise line yeah, yeah, same yeah, okay, place. P and I, they knew go, it was going to be. You knew it was going to be the same yeah. contest and the same. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They go to. Did, did they remember you? Like, oh yeah, you're the guy we cut off. No, no, it was a couple of years later. Yeah, the whole new crew. <laughs> yeah, totally different crew. But, uh, same thing. I get to. I get to the end, and uh, I get to the second heat, uh, third heat. Like I just. I just go stupid. What songs too. are like, you I'm, doing? What songs are you doing? Are like, well, you, are, this, you, are you changing the lyrics? Are you actually yeah, doing yeah, the song? No. I did. When this one, when I got through, I did, uh, I think I did Guns N' Roses. I might've done My Sharona. And then I think I did where, where I got to the end before the finale, I was doing Bloodhound Gang, uh, the Discovery Channel, you know, okay, that, right. the yeah. new yeah. M.E.E. baby. Yep. So I'm doing that and I'm off my head again and I'm running around in the audience and Carly's on a chair out in the front audience and I start humping her in the audience and then I'm like, <laughs> I got my pants half down, but I pulled my undies right up. So it looked right, like right. I had a G string and I'm like humping <laughs> shit. I'm, hu- <laughs> I'm humping a couch and then I hump a hostess, like a hostess comes past. And I'd like pretend yeah, to dry hump up. You can get then, that one. Oh yeah. So yeah, again, regret. Uh, and then they say to me, nah, that's too much. You can't, you can't be doing that. We're not having you. We're not having you in the fine. Like everyone was laughing, but, uh, nah, you're out. So I got, I made, I was going to be in the final, got the boot and, oh, um, he's got the boot again. Yeah. Right. And I was like, fuck this. I'm never going on another cruise. 
And then five <laughs> years later, or a long time after, uh, we decided to go on another cruise. Same cruise. I think people were friends were going on it. So yeah, going on wedding, cruise. Yeah. yeah, somebody's yeah. And and that this one, I'm like, fuck, I'm I'm taking this out this time. I'm not fucking around. So I uh, you had to you had to got to, you got to tone barbecue down mm, a little bit. Yeah. So no no yeah, humping, so no dry humping no, the waitress. No, hump, no humping anyone. No, I did actually. I did a little bit of humping, but I humped the. There was a fucking cushion on a pillow on a there couch, and I picked See? it up and yeah. I I humped the cushion. And this this one guy came up to me after the performance. This old bloke got footage of it. He's going. I never thought the greatest moment on my cruise would be watching a bloke hump a pillow on a couch while singing the Bloodhound Gang. <laughs> he loved it. <laughs> anyway, I fucking I made it through. I get through to the end. It's the the day before you do your final performance. They get you in the uh, a room and they got a they got the house band and the house band. Um, you get, they give you a list of what they can play. And okay. on that list is, is Rage Against the Machine, Killing in the Name. And I'm like, fuck, I'm doing that. So I hand it to them and the hostesses and the band are going, it's a pretty you know, tricky song. Can you do it? And can you not say, fuck you, I won't right, do right. it. So, right. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, 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 I can do that. So I practice it with the band and Everyone else practices their song and you're all watching each other. Oh, okay. No, no, no general public. Just oh, gotcha. It's like a sound check. But, yeah. yeah, but I'd already been drinking. So I just grabbed the mic and I'm fucking into it. Like, like I'm in front of a thousand people and, and the band are just like, fuck, this is so good. Like they're probably old, old metalheads and they were just loving it. So um, they're like, yeah, yeah, right. You can do it. Cause I didn't swear. And uh Everyone else is doing Adele and fucking Louis Armstrong and all these big classic pop hits or old school hits. And then we do the we do the last day. We do the uh, the show and it's packed. Just a big auditorium's packed. So the whole yeah you know, whole fucking crew. Everyone's there. And um, I came out. I think they put me on last because they knew it was going to be a fucking, a big show. And I had like beer tins in my pockets and I'm on the stage and I'm drinking beers and I'm running through the audience. And I'm, you know, doing killing in the name. And I still, I didn't do the fuck you. I, I kept it clean. And then, um, yeah, they, they get you all on stage and they announced it and I won. All right. Then, yeah. Like the fucking crowd's going crazy. And the dudes who are the judges are all saying like, I, I see you, you've seen the video, like saying funny as shit. Like when that, they were talking about me at the end and um what were they, they came I up remember what they're i couldn't really uh, even understand just, what they were saying that would just it was like some Aust- of, aussie slang so yeah it's just along. just laughing but sort of taking the piss and having you know it uh how having a joke were, but how rowdy you were yeah 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 and, and then yeah and then they come up to me afterwards uh they give me this fucking trophy, but it's a, tr- it's a, it's the boat. It's a model of the boat. I thought I was going to win like a thousand dollars. I got a model of the fucking boat we're on. <laughs> and um, <laughs> they come up to me uh, after that and said, tonight at the final party of the cruise, we have this big send off party. It's the last party of the night. We want you to close the show with killing in the name. Oh, wow. So, so I got to close the whole fucking shebang at the end of the night. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. But I'd been, you know, I'd been drinking since 10 a.m. when the bar opens and done my performance to win the thing at 3 p.m. So at 10 p.m. when I came on to do the final show, I still nailed it. And I'm yeah. running around the foyer. I had a wireless mic and I'm running upstairs and I'm sliding down rails and I'm <laughs> fucking going nuts. But, but, but I added the fuck you. <laughs> I didn't want to do what you told me in front of everyone. So, but no one cared by then. Everyone was drunk and having a good time. So right. I and finally. Then, and, then, uh, and then you go to yeah. what? You go to bed and then you wake up and then you're off the boat that next morning. Yeah. You're back yeah. in Brisbane. Right. So that was it. I'll never do another cruise. I won. I won the comp, and that's it. That's it. You're gonna keep that. You're gonna hold that title. <laughs> I've got that. I got that boat trophy on the shelf. Yeah, I gotta say, I'm not. I'm not big on cruises. I don't know what it is. I don't. I get. I get kind of seasick sometimes if the water's too rough. Like I kind of get. I get too cooped up. Like I'm like I'm fucking. I gotta get off this thing. You know, like I'm that kind of vibe. No, I'm with you. I'd rather go to a island and just sit on a tropical island and yeah be you know on a boat but hey yeah, uh, like i said when i yeah. see, when i see you go out i don't know if you guys are camping but i see you guys out there camping and fishing and shit like that i'm like that's that's my jam right there that, oh that yeah yeah killer. yeah that's just up off the islands around where i am and it's just paradise so that's the go um but yeah that was the that was the pop star competition i think i had i think i saw a uh i remember henning henning Gooley came out to some of the australian shows or maybe we he was he might have been working for us or maybe he just came on his own i can't remember but uh, i remember he went and raged with you guys one night and he got some fucking amazing video of you guys like i think someone was teabagging and m2d2 and fucking <laughs> Yeah, that was uh, Henning was like a day off on the tour or something. Henning was filming for you guys, I think, and it was a blackening tour. And then Fires came for the second leg. So the first leg with Henning, yeah, he went out with us on a couple of nights and um, he just he was filming everything because again, we were all raging, we we're all wasted. I went back to his um, where he was staying. And for some reason, I did a combat roll. There was a curtain, a doorway, and I combat rolled through this curtain. And when I came out on the other side, there was a, it was a club, a backpackers club, and I was on stage with a DJ. I landed on stage. And What's from that? there, Henning, what, what, like, what happened? Like I, I, I did a roll, like a combat yeah, roll. Combat I don't roll, know yeah. why I was doing it. I combat rolled through this curtain, this doorway. What, at the show? No, no, at his where he was staying because he was oh, staying at his like hotel. A, okay, a, gotcha. a, a backpackers hotel, you know the budget backpackers. Oh, right, stuff. they call it a hostel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I roll through this. I don't know. I was rolling down the hallway, and I roll through this curtain. Next minute, I'm just 
out on stage with a DJ in a club and there's all people looking at me like, where the fuck did this guy come from? But from he was filming it all. From there, I combat rolled into a convenience store and then <laughs> fucking down the main street and lost my shoe in the air and it fucking, it was, uh, and then, then we went back to this room in, it might have been the next night and M2D2 was fucked off his head and he uh, was doing some some bit out of a movie and had his pants down and his nuts out and fuck, I don't even know why it's M2D2 but he had his balls out and he sort of bent over near me I think he had him cut you know cut and tuck between his legs and he bent over near me and I had a ciggy cigarette and I just put it out on his nutsack. <laughs> Henning, Henning got it on film. Henning has oh, yeah. it on film. That's he a... never posted it. He never posted it, but he's got it on film. And um, uh, I should get some of those. That... I should get some of those from Henning for the intro of this. That'd be fucking hysterical. And and poor M two D two had to wait in the airport the next day at a delay. He was there for three hours with a sweaty ball sack with a burn <laughs> hole in him. He reckons he was in so much pain. <laughs> But that was yeah, yeah, that was a pretty wild one. And then then there was fires came on the next leg of the blackening and uh we did that final after party at the end and uh you guys had that club booked in Sydney and Hatebreed were there and you guys and uh fuck, I'm gonna yeah, still another band yeah, bleeding, bleeding through. through. Mm-hmm. So we're all everyone was hammered. But there was that band playing upstairs. Oh, we had a, there was a Machine Head cover band playing or something, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it was uh, the guy, remember Matt's AOD, Switchblade band from Australia? Uh, he was right, on the right. board. Right, right. His band. And uh, they were doing covers. They Anyway, they did uh, Seasons from the Abyss, I think, Slayer, and the guy didn't know the lyrics. So I grabbed the mic and I was wasted and my pants were half down and the guys from Hatebreed were tipping JD and Cokes down my ass crack. <laughs> and your <laughs> so was, ass crack. Yeah, yeah. And and I got thrown out twice. You got me back in twice. But <laughs> that, at, at that point, with the with the uh, pants down, that was uh that was bye the, bye. That was a bridge. Third tip. time. Yeah, yeah. Third time you're out. So they were pouring Jack and Coke down your extraordinarily <laughs> hairy ass. <laughs> the fire Looking Sasquatch on- of an ass. <laughs> So he had that on film, but uh, that was, yeah. Then there's been so many good- Was M2D2 at that show too? Yeah, yeah. Was he? he yeah. was there. Pretty sure Greaser was there. You guys are, um, you guys are such an unlikely uh, pairing. I know. You guys, I do, know. you guys do seem like you get along like awfully well. It's a funny relationship. Not that, like, not that you don't get along with other people well. You guys just seem yeah. like you guys get along, you know? I used to, and since back in the day on, on the- um, on the front lines, you know, your board back in the day when we used to all chat there and yeah, the machine I, I always, message board. I just loved M2D2 because he always fucking stuck up for himself. He had so many people talk shit to him, but he um man, he 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 fucking held his guns. He always stuck up for himself. And uh when you meet him, he's just a funny dude. He's like I call him my tour mum. He keeps me he keeps me in check. He gets me to the next place. He gets me on my flights and without him, I'd probably go missing. But, um, yeah, it is. It's an unlikely trio, really me him and Greaser. Yeah. And you guys don't even live anywhere near each other, right? No, no. Yeah. Like you're all super far. Yeah. And like when you, 
Is he in? He's in like Perth or Adelaide or something, right? No, no, no. He's in Sydney, and, and okay, Greece is gotcha. Greece. Greece is in Wollongong, which is New South Wales. Um, okay. Uh, Fabs Wollongong. Fabian's in Fabian's in Adelaide. Yeah. But um. Yep. Yeah. No, they're good. Good dudes, and like, you know, you pulled out the whack pack one day, and that was the perfect name for the three of us. The whack pack. <laughs> so good. So yeah, um, but the the after parties, I mean, with all the head cases and the sh- the fucking craziness has been. I love that. I miss that so much. I haven't been able to see a show for over two years because of COVID. Like Australia, they weren't taking anyone for international shows, and yeah, you know, local like, it shows. It looks like are- it's just starting to open up now. I start to see bands booking a lot of shows there. Yeah. So there's a festival at the end of the year. And I think by, by the end of the year and by next year, like it'll be all systems go. So hopefully you guys can get over here, but that I miss, that's what I'd miss. And I think going through all the other shit and the work, but not having to be out, having that release, not being able to go to a show and see all these people and catch up with all these awesome friends and watch live music. That was, that was fucking killing me. So this is why I'm, really trying to get over there for this uh these shows yeah i mean i I think about it you know like australia and uh, in new zealand and that part of the world was pretty isolated for covid like the whole pandemic has been pretty fucking pretty hard to core lockdown right like yeah yeah full on like really and and i get it but there's uh, we're a pretty sparse sort of area like it's not we could have still had shows in a lot of spots and uh, uh, you know kicked off earlier than they have but they've they've just started back up so hopefully i can go and see like a local metal show or something soon but yeah you're not really like you're uh, kind of you're kind of away from even brisbane right like you're not near the city yeah yeah Yeah, i'm like two hours north of brisbane oh that's pretty far yeah yeah just a tiny little sleepy fishing village that uh yeah, not much going on, but man, like travel, I don't care. I'll travel anywhere for a show. I'll drive, I'll drive six hours. I'll, I'll fly to shows. So I, I see people complaining about doing 15 minute drive or, you know, 40 minute drive to a show and it just fucking blows my mind. Right. Right. But, uh, I know I used to drive, I used to drive to like six hours to go see biohazard in LA or like uh, Slayer yeah. in LA or Slayer in Sacramento or Fresno. I followed Slayer all up and down California, like me and my friends. And I'm like, dude, you know, like, like, Oh man, you're playing like an hour away. I'm like an hour away. <laughs> like, that's, that's what I got to <laughs> drive now to go to a show. <laughs> like that's just my regular fucking drive. Yeah. I mean, I'm the same. Oh, I, like follow you guys around Australia and you know, sound, the sound wave shows. We did the sound wave shows every state and we did the side shows. And if there was something else on, we go and see that. That was pretty fucking funny. Yeah. That last, uh, that last party, the end of sound wave was fucking funny. And we had the after party, um, you and it was me and you and, Ron from Mastodon and I think Danny from Biohazard, John from Systems, and we're at the after party at the end of Soundwave. Okay. You remember that one? At a bar? And there was, yeah, yeah, upstairs okay. at a bar. Um, everyone, the who's who of uh, the metal world. 
and uh, you had a certain drummer try to pinch your big bottle of Grey Goose. Oh, right, 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 right. I remember this now. Yeah. Uh, I was like, hell no, motherfucker. Uh, yeah. Uh, you <laughs> snatched it back off him. <laughs> snatched it off That's him. Right. That was the last oh. night. Okay. I didn't realize that was the last night. I was trying. I remember yeah, that yeah. night. I just don't remember where it was in the chain of events. That was pretty funny. He had that his was, big yeah, mind. He had his big mind to sort of lead him out after that. Right. His big mind was super cool anyway, like knew all you guys. But that was funny sitting there watching that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, look. Uh, did you did you grow up in, in this area, two hours north of Brisbane? Is this where you were raised? No. Nah, no. Nah, I grew up on... Uh, a bit closer sunshine it's called the sunshine coast noosa like really beautiful spot um it's pretty overpopulated now but it's like what got one of the best surf breaks in australia and it's right on the beach um so i grew up there so it's about an hour from um brisbane and we used to go down and watch all watch all the bands you know whenever biohazard or pantera you guys um i missed the burn my eyes show the very first one because all hell broke loose where I was and I had tickets, but I had to move and got kicked out and had fucking police after me. So I, uh, I missed the first burn my eyes um, tour, which I was fucking spewing about, but then it sort of made up for, you know, seeing you guys on the burn my eyes tour with Logan and Chris, because um, that's what I, that's what I missed. I missed that. And then I saw you guys on the burning red, and the Super Charger Burning Red, you supported Slayer, so it wasn't a real long set. Yeah, that, yeah that was right. Yeah, that was right. That was actually right before Supercharger dropped. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, it was. And then, good shows. Yeah, I missed. Oh, shows. oh yeah, shit, yeah. And I missed that the, the uh, more things changed because Logan left, so you guys didn't tour Australia. So I was always, yeah, I was kicking myself. I was like, fuck, I missed them with um. You know, although when you did the Australian tour, Chris wasn't playing anyway. But no, um, no, that was Walter Ryan. Yeah, yeah. Now but, in but, powerhouse. Yep, that's it. So, um, you know, to to see you guys, well, to see you with Logan and Chris finally was fucking awesome. Um, but yeah, like we would travel down, and I saw Slayer and Biohazard, uh, Pantera and Biohazard. Sepultura on the Chaos AD. Like I just turned eighteen, and we'd just go down there and oh, so stay. You saw, the, you saw the infamous Slayer Biohazard tour, well, where Billy takes a or, or next, Billy's buddy, next night. Billy's buddy takes a shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was. Their show. <laughs> that's what I asked you about to ask him. I was like, you got to find out because that we saw him in Brisbane, and that happened the next night in Sydney, okay. and it was a. It was a fucking sick show. It was like, I think they were touring for State of the World Address. But yeah, the next night, the, the infamous shit on stage happened. And uh, I didn't quite know the full story. I knew a bit of it, but it was good to hear him tell it. Like that oh was God. fucking, that, story, that, that was I my fight. That fucking Billy episode was just, that, mate, it was the best. so fucking good. I was like, <laughs> I could have just, I could have talked to him for another three uh, fucking hours, you know, like. <laughs> I would have I would have listened to that for another three hours. I, I that that was my favorite. I was like, this is so good. And you know what? I had it's funny because I got we've got poop stories as well from when we were young. Like me and my mate, if someone used to fuck with us when we were younger, I'm talking like when we were 18 to sort of 20, like 
I don't know where it started, but one, I think I got kicked out of a club one night and I went outside and I shit on the security guard who kicked me out's car bonnet. <laughs> that's like the front, that's like the front of the car. The yeah, just, yeah. I got, I got up on there and just ripped my pants down to shit on his bonnet and then got up, then I got up alongside of his car and got my ass cracked between his side mirror and just wiped my ass between his side mirror. And, <laughs> and it, 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 it fucking snowballed. Then my other friend, Bryza, uh, Brian, then we're out one night and there was he a threw dude down there. The he, yeah, yeah. He, and then he he saw a guy he didn't like, so he went and shit on his bonnet. And then the bonnet's the just, front of the car, just to be clear, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. The hood, I think you guys we call, we call it the hood. Yeah, 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 yeah. The hood. I say so. The bonnet. So then he shit on a bonnet, and then <laughs> then a guy and then a guy ripped me and him off that we live with. Uh, he owed us like six hundred dollars rent, and he went and spent it on um, slot machines instead of paying the rent. So I oh, shit in his shit. work boot. So I shit in his work boot, and he went and pulled his boot on and put his foot in a shit. And then, and then the the crochet, the biggest one, and like it's it's a pretty fucking messed up one. I, I don't tell it often, and I hope none of my kids see it. But these we live, we moved to the Gold Coast. This is when I missed burn my eyes. I got kicked out of home. It was all this drama. And I moved down to the Gold Coast, which is just a bit south of Brisbane. We lived in these shitty dive units with uh, like junkies lived above us. And they were always ripping us off and stealing from us and, and fucking taking our clothes off the line and, some, and doing shit. Like one of them put a packet of prawns in my car. Prawns are shrimp. So when right, right. Your, your shrimp, when they go off, like it smells like the fucking worst. So they hid them in my car. Oh shit! Yeah, it, it, in the sun and in the fuck, it just stunk. And um, and you can't find it. Like I, you don't know where it's at I, for ages. Like yeah. yeah. But anyway, we 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 fucking work it out. And I'm like those fuckers. And I said to Brian, same dude who was like always fucking doing the shit stuff with me. I said we're getting these fuckers back. Anyway, that every every fortnight they'd go to uh to put their um their Centrelink form in, which is like social security. They go, they oh, all, okay. and you knew every week on this day they were gone for a few hours putting their forms in. So we went this up, we go up to on get money from the government or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, gotcha. And and uh, we go up to their unit, and you could you could go go on their balcony and around the side, and you can get through a window. So I jumped okay. through the window, and then I opened the door. My mate comes in, and we're like, "What are we going to do to these motherfuckers?" and uh, Bryce is like, he's straight onto it. Like he's, he's in the bathroom and he's grabbing their toothbrushes and he's wiping it up and down his ass crack. <laughs> and then he's like, and then he comes out and I'm like, fuck you. That was fucking good. And he's like, comes out and then he gets their ice cube trays out of the freezer, empties the ice and pisses in the ice tube wow. trays and puts them back in the freezer. Like he's going all out. And then, he is. Yeah, he's really we, thought about it. He's really thought of this through. <laughs> like I have we, literally never thought that. Like that what a fucking what a great way to fuck with somebody. And then so he's just he's got two up on me and I'm like, what the fuck do I do? Anyway, they had this big sugar jar on the bench. They had little coffee tins and they had this big sugar jar, like big sugar jar, heaps of sugar in it. So I'm like, fuck this. And I tipped half the sugar out and then I I squat over the sugar jar and I took a shit and I just like just snapped a, a, a nugget sized piece of shit off in the sugar jar and then filled the sugar back in it and just <laughs> left it on the bench. And they made that's pretty coffees. good. 
they made coffees with that sugar for fucking weeks. And then right. one day me and Brian, we're downstairs and we're down, you know, we're in, we're in our unit. We hear this fucking commotion. Like, what the fuck is that? And like one guy's going, man, that's fucking, that's dog shit. And they're fucking carrying on. And me and my mate are just down there laughing our heads off. But, uh, they might, yeah. So uh, in the end we got them, but then they got me because one of them like robbed a casino and used my ID. Oh so my God. You, used my identity, gave Floyd Barber, knew, knew my date of birth, knew my address, sort of looked a little bit up. like me, but yeah. So but they didn't know we'd done the shit in the sugar jar and they certainly didn't know that they had piss, urine, ice cubes. Um, <laughs> but they did accuse us. They said, did you fucking shit in our sugar jar? Did you put shit in our sugar jar? I was like, no, what the fuck? <laughs> I said it was probably just coffee granules. And they were going, no, it was fucking like a, there was a piece of shit. It <laughs> wasn't me. But anyway, we, we had heaps of we had heaps of fucking poo stories from back in the days. <laughs> it was fucking pretty fucked up. <laughs> That's fucking wild. Your buddy, your buddy really thought that through, though. He had some good ideas. Oh, he's he's a classic. He's an absolute classic. Are you guys still he's, friends? Yeah, yeah, he's like my best mate. He was the he was my best man at my wedding, and um, he's been the he, you've met him. He's he's been at Machine Head shows. Big tall guy. He's a really good musician. He um he's the one that you know if we do a yeah, he did the he he did Peanut Butter Butthole Boy and fuck Cramp. Okay, he's, oh, he does he's all a the talent. He's, he's he's a talented guy. He so, lives near you still. Uh, he's about forty minutes away. Okay, but yeah, he's um. He's good value. He'd do anything for you. He's a classic. He, we we don't we don't do fucking shit and piss and all that stuff anymore. No, That's of course not. we were very young and it's like we spoke about this and he said, I said I got to speak to Rob. What's some good stories? And he said, Ah, oh, you could tell the shit and piss stories. And I was like, Yeah, eh, yeah, fuck it. It's no regrets. No fucking regrets. Let's let's go. But um, me and him have been through some shit like. I went to a I went to Melbourne with him one time and this is a a good one. I went to Melbourne with him one night. We went to a we went to a pub and they had a fundraising show on. And I'm I'm a microphone pest. Like if there's a microphone, I'm just drawn to it. And I, I'm always like trying to if it's karaoke or a band, I fucking I've got to try to get hold of microphones and sing or do some stand-up or whatever. And we go to this um we go to this pub and there's a band playing. It's a big fundraiser and it's packed and they're playing an ACDC song or something or a good Aussie rock song. And I got up on, I just got up and grabbed the mic and uh, I got hit in the back by the bass player. Like smashed me with his bass. Like get the fuck off stage. Fair enough. But when he did it, I was drunk as, and I just sort of turned around and went fuck off and sort of shoved him and, and he fell over and um, the band stopped and everything went silent. And the whole fucking club, no word of a lie, attacked like fucking just went me. I was getting punched and kicked and oh, smashed shit. with, yeah, like bad, like flogged. I got my fucking head split open, my nose broken. Holy I think that broke, my, broke my cheekbone. And they, even the security weren't even stopping it because of what I'd done. Right. And, um, they got my mate was trying to stop him, just going, leave him alone. He's had enough. I was just covering up, taking it all. And uh, 
then the girl that he knew who was part of the fundraiser, I didn't know, but she stopped. She said, leave him alone. He's with me. And then they, um, they laid off. And then later on, I found out that the bass player that I pushed on stage, the fundraiser was for him to raise money because he had stage four cancer. Oh and my God. that's that's who I pushed, and that's Jeez. why the whole everyone was there for him. Right. And I got fucked up. I had to fly home the next day, and being in altitude with a busted head, it was uh, it was a pretty painful flight. But the funny thing is, about a week later, someone sent me um, what you know they used to give out those music magazines time off rave they were at like cafes and that oh, yeah, like free a, music like a free music magazine yeah mm-hmm. well I, someone sent it to me and said check the comic and in the back of the magazine there's a comic and it's got like this comic strip about this dude and then the last square of the comic it's like meanwhile at the greyhound hotel and it's got this big cloud of dust with fists and <laughs> kicks and things and it's like a they get the shit beaten out of me. <laughs> and it was in a, immortalized in a comic book. Jeez, or a comic went, strip. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Push a stage four cancer person. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck, barbecue? I had no That's idea. Pretty bad. Had, That's pretty bad. I know. I know. And if there is a regret, it's like that. But I would, there's no way I would have done it had I known that was what was fucking going on. Um, but yeah, I like... I've had some close calls with getting the shit beaten out of me. What? Uh, tell me about. Go back to the teenage years. Why are you? Why are you getting kicked out of your house and chased out of your house? Like at this point, you're 18 or whatever. You missed the. Birthday. Yeah. Um, what was going on during this time of your life? Uh, well, I was brought up. Yeah, I had a. I had, my old man. He's still alive, so I won't say too much because I'll probably get him in trouble. But uh, my my father... He was kind of a criminal, uh, right? Or something. He, well, he ran illegal casinos and he he was also, you know, um, he, he collected money for people and he fixed things up for people. He ran illegal casinos, which was all, you know, on the news and general knowledge to, you know, the public. So it's not like I'm giving anything away there. But um, he was a very hard man, uh, very violent, and I saw a lot of a, a lot of shit that you know young people shouldn't see. I'm talking when I was very young. You know, he'd be out he'd be out running casinos, and you know when I was ten or twelve, he he taught me how to shoot handguns and stuff, and like oh, when set, and, and would say to me, "When I'm not home, you're the man of the house. If someone comes here, because we had a lot of people, bad people, you know, out to get him or." Um, out to hurt the family so it was like you're the man of the house and I'm not home just and then my mum got schizophrenia when I was about 12 and I remember the day she just went like bang I remember she just went crazy and she uh, she got locked up so I took her away to sort of a, a mental facility so we had wow. to go and visit it we had to go and visit her there 
And then, you know, dad wasn't around much. So we'd visit mum and it was just me and my two sisters living in at home ourselves. No, like no parental or no like aunt or uncle or nothing. Wow. We had his, his, his mum, who was just as bad as him would check in, but it was pretty much three young people in this big house out, out, we're on a acreage out of, out of town and we just do what we want. So, um, I think when that happened to mum, mum was like, you know, everything to the kids. Like mum was, she encouraged me to do art and music. And she was trying to actually, before she got sick, she was getting me into TV to get on. You know, cause I was, I was always performing and doing plays at school and she was getting me into TV. And when she got sick, that was it. Like I, I just went downhill. I was just self-destructive and angry and drinking at 13, 14, riding myself off, riding pretty, myself off. pretty young for all that to be going on, man. Uh, it, it fucked me. It, um, it turned me into quite your dad, Are horrible... your dad and your mom together at this time? Um, he still, yeah, he yeah, had other women. He's doing on his the... thing. He had women on the side. He had, you know, yeah, hook... he had prostitutes and shit working in the, you know, the casinos and we, 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 we were getting our, we were getting our house rated. Like our house got rated quite a bit when we were young, like our beds turned into our room, our beds turned upside down. Um, like police or FBI police, or whatever. Uh, uh, yeah. Like our, our detectives. So, I mean, it was pretty fucked up. Some of the things I saw, I saw some things that, you know, I won't talk about now. I'll probably be able to talk about when he passed away, but, uh, you know, there was, there was houses getting blown up, you know, a lot to do with him. There was houses getting blown up in this town, Noosa, and he got raided quite a bit. And uh, he was always in court, but he, he was pretty intelligent. He'd get himself off, you know. He never got locked up, never did time, but he was in court for some pretty brutal things, um, you know, accusations of torture and deprivation of liberty and shit like that. Um, so we saw a lot of fucked up shit and... Mum, like I said, was the rock. She was the light. And when she went down hill and, you know, we'd have to visit her in these mental facilities and fuck, mate. The, the, like, you know, one flew over the cuckoo's nest type places right, right. where they're doing experimental stuff. And it seems crazy, but this was all happening. And um, like I said, I just went downhill. And in the end, I had a big falling out with him and it got violent and... I uh, I had I think I had one of his guns or something, and I went over to 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 confront him where he was staying with this lady, and uh, the so the police came after me, and then they came back out to where I was living at this property, and I took off in the night, and that's when I packed up and left. So that was right around the Burma Eyes tour, and I moved three hours south to the Gold Coast, but um, yeah, there, there was yeah. For, for years, that whole, my teens and early 20s, until I met Carly, I was just, a, man, I just didn't, I pushed everyone away. I was a horror, I can't even believe that my friend Brian and a few other people stuck with me because I was so self-destructive and so fucking angry at the world. And I mean, that's why I took to metal, I suppose. But um, it took a while. I mean, even now, I, I sort of, I've always struggled to show emotion. Like Carly's taught me how to fucking love again, I suppose. But I had no love. I just hated the world. And it was because I lost my mum, you know. 
Yeah. And um, that's tough to watch your mom, like, especially, you know, when they go start schizophrenia and like now she's on heavily uh, medicated and you go in to visit yeah. and it's like that person that you knew and that person that you loved is gone. You know, like there's, there's a face there and there's, you know, the same eyes that you remember, but the, you know, the mental capacity yeah. is not there. Yeah. And, and, and yeah. And if you try to speak to her about that and I'd, as a kid, I'd say, mom, I just want you, I want my mom back. And right. she'd just, do, she'd do a crazy laugh, you know, which was just heartbreaking. So that's why, uh, you know, that's why I think um, I was so fucked up as a, as a younger person. And then, you know, I met Carly and, and I, you know, I stopped drinking for a while. I got into mixed martial arts and I started doing this youth work. And I think the youth work saved me because uh, I was helping kids that went through the same stuff that I went through. Right. So that was, um, that turned me around and, you know, I was always a respectful person. I never stole and I never, you know, I never did, you know, heavy stuff like a dabble in speed and Coke and ecstasy and all that shit. But, I was always respectful and I didn't go off the rails in that way, but I just drank. I drank to hide everything and I drank and drank and I don't drink like that anymore. I think everyone thinks I drink like that because I just post videos of right. me drinking. Life's too serious. Like I just get on Instagram and that and post stupid shit because everyone's being serious. Yeah. But um, I don't drink like that anymore. I certainly got it under control and, you know, without Carly and without my family and, finding youth work, I'd, I'd probably be dead of liver cancer or some shit. How do you meet Carly? Uh, how, how, old are you, how old are you when you guys meet? She was 16 and I was 22. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which is legal in Australia. Okay. <laughs> but, but I, you know, she, she was, um, it's legal in some a, states in California, to, or some states in the United States as well, you know. <laughs> mate, she was, yeah, she was out part. I used to see her out partying years before this, so she, I think, she had a fairly similar sort of thing going on. And wild at 14, child. Fi- 14, 15, I used to see her out at you know, um, shows or clubs or whatever, and um, you know, chat with her. And then we were, I was in a band and. Were you, we were I playing. Mean, you, did you have like a mutual friend or did you, do you just go yeah. and start to, okay. Yeah. Uh, she knew people that we knew, but we were in a band and we were playing at the Gold Coast, like a big show in a park. And after the show, she came up and started chatting with me. Um, she was into, you know, the heavier sort of stuff, music. And, um, you know, we were playing just pretty heavy music. We were playing very similar Pantera, Machine Head, Slayer sort of style doing covers. I think that day we did Davidian and we did Rain in Blood. And, oh, nice. Um, yeah, we were, we, were, we were actually killing it. We had a pretty tight band going. And, um, what are you guys called? That, that band was called Opprobrium. What's that? Which Opprobrium. O-P-P. Yeah. Which, oh, O-P-P. Fucker. Okay. Yeah. So which had a fucking dark meaning. I'd have to look it up. But um, we... Yeah, we were going pretty good. Met her, and I think I told this story to you before, but um, like that night, I think we went home, and you guys were on. You were on Triple J, maybe you and Logan were on Three Hours of Power on Triple J, and you were uh, pl- you played three new tracks off The More Things Change. It was um, it was Davidian, Ten Ton Hammer, and Down to None, and uh, that was sort of Not our Davidian. thing. 
something else other than uh, sorry 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 um take my scars okay. 10 ton hammer take my scars and down to none so okay. that was like that was our album after that that was like our first night hanging out drinking and um that out and you guys played that so that's uh do you guys, always do you guys had a kiss on the first night main... do you guys kiss on the first i night? don't no i don't think anything serious happened on the first night Just and hanging then out we, talking and we stuff. were hanging out listening to metal and yeah uh, then she came to a, came to another show, and and since then, like, but even then, I tried to push her away because I didn't like getting close to anyone, and she just stuck in there. And she's she's fuck, she's a trooper. She has seen some things and been through some stuff, and you know, I was I was just selling weed. I wasn't working. I was just selling weed, and doing all sorts of stuff, and. Um, she she hung in there and then we had kids and she's still around so yeah she's she's a trooper mate she she got me through some pretty heavy stuff when you uh i asked this question to everybody so i'll ask it to you i'm sure you know what question's coming when you lose your virginity is there music playing in the background is there a movie playing is it silence <laughs> It was, it was, I was, I was 14. I was, it was at a friend's house and we were cranking Appetite for Destruction. Oh, I think shit. it was, and I think it was like so easy or something, okay. but mate, it was about, Dead said it would have been about fucking a minute and a half. It was pathetic. <laughs> you got through half of, you got through half of, it's so easy. <laughs> That's good. You know what? I think it is interesting though, because like, I think that the, you know, like I've listened to you talk now and you've referenced guns and roses at least, you know, five yeah. other times during this conversation, you do guns and roses for karaoke. You did it for your pop contest or whatever. And like, you know, like here you are still doing you know, like guns and roses still has that attachment to you. I think, you know, in part because no, not obviously it's a great record and it's a timeless fucking rock record, but yeah. You know, you lose your virginity it's to fucking Guns N' Roses. You're gonna be yeah. fucking. You're sticking uh, with that band for the rest of your life. You're like this band. I love this band. Hundred <laughs> percent. Appetite for Destruction. I still play it. I love the album. I, um, and I love yeah. that. And I love that you actually had music playing. I think that like I talked to yeah. some people and they're like, dude, the first time it was just dead silent and there was no, there was just nothing and it was horrible. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, and then I talked to whenever people said that there was music, it usually is a better experience yep. you know like yeah. whether it's short or not is irrelevant you know like you know like we're all just so fucking excited the first time we're getting busy we're just like oh my god like fucking but <laughs> but it's like a good experience you know it def definitely made it yeah a lot better i think having music uh, it would have been it probably would have been very awkward without music yeah yeah you know there's a bit of a beat and and there's a vibe going and yeah definitely i couldn't imagine it without music my uh I, I talked to one i talked to the dude from uh the singer for uh ice nine kills who i love that band they're killer and he lost his virginity to a movie it was like the slumber party massacre or something and he was and he was totally into it because he loves that movie so he was like this is great. You know, he was like i don't know if the chick liked it so much but but you know like he was into it I just thought that was funny. Yeah, nah, a ton yeah, of people, a ton of people, so many people, more than any other band, have lost their virginity 
to Slayer. Of all the fucking, I've asked this question for fucking, you know, coming up on a year, year, year and a half now. And so many band dudes have lost their virginity to Slayer, which I think is just, you know, like in my head, I'm always just like, what? You know, like I would think, okay, Red Hot Chili Peppers or fucking Deftones or something, you know, I I lost your video somehow. Yeah. Slayer. I don't know about Slayer. <laughs> I know, pretty I full on. Good... It's funny too because I've had a couple of dudes on here, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna name names because they asked me not to do anything. But there's been a couple of band members who were on here who lost their virginity to Slayer, but then asked me to. T- they told the story, but then they asked me to remove the story. And they're just like, I don't, I don't want anybody knowing about me losing my virginity. <laughs> and I'm like, and I, that, that made it even weirder to me. I was like, like, I think it's great that you lost your virginity to Slayer. Like, fucking, who cares? Like, fucking, no, oh, I can't let anybody know that. I mean, I was like. Yeah. Actually, I think someone, I think one of, uh, someone told me about Slayer. Maybe someone in Machine Head, one of the members of Machine Head might have told me they lost theirs to Slayer or just a good time when they were having relations to Slayer. Maybe. Yeah. I forget who it was. Maybe. I won't say names. I won't say names. I've had most of my good relations to uh, Alice in Chains. Good. Good music. Alice in Chains has got a good, you know, it's singing, not too crazy. (laughs) Perfect. Good, good background. Good vibe. Good good vibe. Yeah, totally. Good good vibe. Hell yeah. Yeah. Ginevra and I Um, loved a lot of Alice in Chains when we got together. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I mean, the perfect, uh, the perfect tempo and vibe. Yeah, totally. Uh, uh, good for you and Carly, man. And you guys had your first kid. You're still, your son's still in the service, right? Yeah, he's about to turn twenty-two. Yeah, um, and that's from you and Carly. Yeah, yeah. So we've we've uh, we got two. We got the the son. We got the son who's twenty-two first in kid, the army. He had a pretty big break. Yeah. yeah, we were only. Get, I think. I think we just thought one's enough. You know, the, the way of the world. I was like, I don't know if I want to have another kid. That's. But yeah, we got the we've got the daughter now. She's fourteen. She's at the stage now where I'm embarrassing my my haircuts, embarrassing my beards, embarrassing <laughs> my 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 videos are embarrassing. My fucking cars embarrassing. She used Everything to join I, you in the videos. Now I know your videos are embarrassing. What the fuck? I, I, I had to put them all on private. Oh no more shit. No more shit. No. Oh man. I'm just, oh, and she's, she's so full of attitude, you know, 14 year old, full of attitude, but um, she's still rapping. I remember you guys you had, had some rapping, some daddy loves, rapping. loves music. Uh, I just bought her an electric drum kit and she just sits on there for hours. So oh, she, um, she's more into the pop sort of stuff now. I mean, but she loves it. She just plays music all day. She dances. She's into a lot of hip hop now. So she's into Tupac and she's getting into the old school oh, hip hop cool. stuff. Get, she's wearing Tupac hoodies and shit, you know. Oh, okay. That's pretty unusual, you know, like most of the oh, no. the they're into the, the new school rappers now. No, she's jumped on the old stuff and she's into quite a bit of it, you know, Biggie and Tupac. Red. Um Ice Cube and stuff, but uh she likes some of the new stuff. She likes a bit of post Malone and um, she likes some rock stuff, but she just sits on, she puts some music on, puts headphones on and just jams out on the electric kit. But yeah, she doesn't, she does I'm embarrassing. So, um, I mean, what's the matter know, with your beard? I, 
There's nothing I, don't know. I don't know. Suddenly she's got this beard thing. It must be her friend's go, oh, your dad and his beard, right. his mullet, and his, and his mullet. You know, I, man, I'm just, I change my hair like every couple of weeks. I just shave it off, grow a mullet, or you yeah, get you a mullet, whatever. You got long for a minute there, and then you did the yeah. mullet, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but, you know, it's, I got to tone things down a bit, like, for her. I don't want her. You know, being embarrassed. Maybe, that, maybe that's the life lesson of barbecue is that you know you competed in the pop star twice and lost it because it was too much barbecue. You gotta you gotta tone barbecue down. And then you gotta tone it down. Gonna, life's gonna go good. Yeah, I have to. That's the thing, and and try not to um put too many videos up online that any of her friends she goes to a private school she goes to a christian private school not because we're religious because it's the best school around so we pay for her to go to this good school and you know they're all very straight and they're all very you know and that's cool there's some great people there but when she's telling me she's embarrassed about me i'm like have you seen that your your fucking friends parents like they're just fucking how am i embarrassing look at these dorky other parents like i just don't get it but whatever that's that's teenagers oh man what's going on people ringing me how do i how do i get rid of it uh you got to put your phone on do not disturb um not standby uh, but do not disturb yeah i'll just go back to you do not disturb no fucking i'll just let it ring out are you still got me there though i do yeah you just came back i'll just kick him off um so yeah i gotta tone it down and i gotta you know not throw so many dildos and videos and stuff like that. Oh, you got to keep doing that. I mean, especially uh, if you're, if you're, if your paid is private, what does it matter? Then her friends can't yeah, see it anyway. Like Instagram, Instagram, she, I'll keep doing she, it. I she mean, should be telling her, don't look at my dad's Instagram page. <laughs> like, now nah, that's private. So I had to, I made that private. Don't I look at my TikTok. dad's TikTok page. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I put them private because they have got a bit of the, the, the dildos. I would think it'd be weird in. that they would be looking at your page anyway. <laughs> you know, probably the, pa- probably the parents. Yeah, right. But um, that that's uh, yeah, that that whole dildo thing that blew up too. Like um, that actually came from that came from band stuff. Like the whole dildo. Oh yeah, didn't you guys used to have like a bunch of dildos on stage or something? So me and my my friend Brian, this is a different, is a different band, different band. Drop Dead Ugly, and we were we were sitting in a club, a pub club, and uh, we were like, we we formed this band. We're talking about it, and I said, we need a we need like a gimmick. You know, everyone's got something. We got people got masks, and they got this and that and that. And across the road from the pub was a sex shop, love shop, whatever. And I said, I looked over there, and I said dildos we need fucking dildos so we finish our beers and we walk we you know we had a fair fair session so we'd been on the on the drink all day and we went over to the sex shop and i'm just in there like what's the biggest dildo you've got and 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 it's me and me and a bloke me and my mate and we're in there going what's the biggest dildo you got? And, I, and 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 they get the catalog out and they go it's this one it's and it's called the mano war it's the one the one it's the one the it's this one. Oh, that's, that's a good that one that's a good one <laughs> it's that one with so nuts. We, we like give me one of them give me a man of war give me so this good that, so good that has nuts we we order all these dildos 
they must have thought it was so weird. And uh, how long have you had? Is that the same dildo? Like the yeah, original a, purchase? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's that's the Mano wall. It's yeah. I now call it I now call it Womb Breaker in all those silly Thor <laughs> movies. I do. Uh, yeah, a bit of an a, a bit of an ode to Stormbreaker off Thor. Womb right. um, Breaker. So we started. So then we play and we're playing shows and man, it was, yeah, I, I made, you saw them. I made the nunchucks with the dildos on chain yes. and I had the, yes. I had the, I had a trident, tridong. And tridong was great. Man, we were whipping, I was like whipping these out on stage and hitting people with them and hitting my drummer's cymbals with the nunchuck ones. I bet you everybody loved it. I bet you everybody uh, fucking loved it, right? They fucking They probably it, wanted man. to get hit with the dildo, right? Yeah, they did. They did. I run. I had a, a wireless mic and I'd run through the audience just slapping people. And um, <laughs> yeah, we, we won the we won the Battle of the Bands in the same pub against all these legit bands. We won the Battle of the Bands, which we won like four or five thousand dollars. And they told That's us no deal. They said no. Money. Oh yeah, it was a big, a big battle of the bands. And they were like, no dildos, no dildos. And I'm like, fuck that. And then like first, first heat. I, I was pulling out the dildos. And um we so we won that. And yeah, like the, then I just had once all the band stuff was over, I just had this suitcase full of dildos. So now when people come over and we're drinking, I just get them out, fucking throw them at people. Slap them. <laughs> So you had so your guitar player would have to bring like his guitar case and his amp, and then your drummer would have to bring all of his drums and all this, and you had to bring like a suitcase full of dildos. Yes. <laughs> was, and your dildo microphone, and your microphone dildo, dildo weaponry. Yeah, that was it. I'd just rock up with this, and it was we had that many by the end of it, all sorts of ones. I had this, I had a cock mask and. What is, what is, what's everybody else in the band doing with dildos? Are they doing anything with dildos? Uh, the bass, the bass drum had the mano war, the big cock hanging off the front of the bass drum. So okay. when he'd be hitting it, it'd just be flapping around. <laughs> the rest of the band were like, they'd sometimes they'd wear like, like a cock mask or a okay. there was mask a mask with a cock on the paint, like on the nose. Okay, right. Um, but for most part, they were just trying to dodge. Dodge me swinging dildos. And who's your audience? Are you drawing mostly girls or mostly dudes? <laughs> big, big mix, big yeah, mix, and big, sometimes, sometimes a uh, mixer. What Irish people? You mean? Uh, no, no, a mix of male and female sort of people. Oh, a mix. We were, gotcha. A mix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were actually towards the end. We were like packing clubs out because it was just hilarious. Like I'd be talking shit and drinking skull and beers and swinging dildos and it was just like more it was a comedy act but you know we were, we were tight we had you know we had some fucking good tunes and they were caught they used to call us the australian bloodhound gang like that was the sort of style we were a bit of rap okay. a bit of metal a bit of okay punk, okay you know and um and uh yeah it went really good we were going solid and then so what was this band's happened. name what was, did you tell us the band's name that was drop dead ugly oh, drop dead ugly okay gotcha yeah and uh we had a good follow and put a couple of CDs out. Man, there's still people message me going, you need to get Drop Dead Ugly back together. That was the fucking best. And those, you know, the days of the dildos and fucking, <laughs> I mean, it was just crazy. It was good times. Um, what was your big yeah. hit? What was Drop Dead Ugly's big hit? Probably the biggest one that had the most fucking hits on all iTunes and Spotify was Gilf. 
G I L. What was like the biggest song though? Like if you if you yeah, yeah. the song, it was your Davidian. It brought the house down. Uh well, it wasn't a real rager of a song, but it was the probably a funny one. It was called Gilf. Like instead of Milf, it was Gilf. So Grandma, I'd like to fuck. And I wrote it. <laughs> I was I, I was working in a like I was doing landscaping at a nursing home, and I always had old ladies trying to give me like fucking corned beef and bonox stew and like meals and stuff and telling me oh come in and sit with me and and i just i wrote this song about old ladies hitting on me all the time and sniffing 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 their panties on the line and stuff (laughs) it was was pretty it was just all comedy there was some we had some we had some songs that had a bit of backlash. We got a few ladies coming to shows and get like feminists getting upset because, um, you know, I'd sing about chicks, not yeah, hairy chicks, not shaven and, and uh, <laughs> smelly, hairy pussies and stuff. And we get, we, we get, we get chicks turning up to the shows, feminists and sort of giving us a bit of grief. I could see that. But <laughs> I could see yeah. that. You're singing about um, smelly, we, smelly pussies. You're, we just went out. We, 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 for it. We, we, we were out to upset people and stir some controversy, and we did that. But uh, then family life happened, so. Right. Had when, to pull was up. when is that? When, does, when, was, when was all that? Like, when was that? Hap- what years are these? Uh, like, are you sort, of, sort of 2000, 2000 and five-ish 2004 2005 so okay right yeah sort of when my son logan was very young you know he was three or four years old or something like that so so it was um but yeah it was time to get serious and get a job and right. do do get sensible i want so to that say that's, that's about the time that i met you yeah time. uh i think yeah, i, I recall sure. meeting you the first time uh for through the ashes i'm not sure what year it was but it was through the ashes and you came backstage and you were fucking you were out of your mind like wasted fucking fuck adam adam wanted to kill me i think uh and then i got thrown out of the show for stage diving um and 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 i remember you always used to have a go at me about it i uh i, I climbed up on stage in Sydney and I ran across the stage and as I ran across, I knocked down your mic stand and I jumped uh, into the audience. Yes. Yes. I remember this and, now. And then I jumped in the audience. And the annoying guy who doesn't know to look out for the mic stand when he does a stage dive. <laughs> like what the fuck dude? <laughs> yep. And you, uh, yeah, you've given, you've given me not a professional stage diver. Nah, I like, nah, it's like, that, well, I, who does that? I, like I still got to <laughs> sing. Come on, lucky, lucky. I think it was during a lead or something. But uh, the guys got it up. I got thrown out, and um, when I got thrown out, there was a guy out the front smashing like windows at the venue, and the security guards were oh, just there, and they would just stand there doing nothing. And I said to the security guards, "If I get rid of this guy, will you let me back in?" And one of them said, "Yeah, if you can get rid of him, we'll let you back in." And um, I went up to him and said, "Mate." fuck off, stop being a dickhead. And he just went whack, whack, whack and started punching me. And I think he cut my, cut my eyebrow and I had a blood nose and then, but he left, the security guards stopped him and then he left. And then I said, security guards, all right, well, I can come back in now. He's gone. And they went, you got blood all over you. You're not coming back in. (laughs) I was like, what? And then I was outside and everyone was backstage with you guys. And, um, 
I got a text from someone saying that you were going to let me back in the back door. So I came in the back door, but I was covered in blood and I was drunk. Did I meet you? Did I meet you before the show? Yeah, yeah. Okay. We were at, we we were we were we were in there in backstage before the show drinking. Okay. Gotcha. It was great, great goose and and all sorts of things. And um, yeah, I was I was wasted. I I was just like. I, agree. I think you were doing power. You were doing the military roles throughout the back the backstage at one point. I think I'd tea, I think I'd tea bag and see, I thought it, yeah, I, see, I thought you were hilarious. I know Adam was all annoyed because Adam got sober and then like, you know, anybody who was drunk annoyed him. <laughs> and I was like, well, I'm drinking. So this isn't annoying to me. Yeah. And, and, and that was the thing. I think you were enjoying it and uh, he wasn't. And, um, you know, it was my first, backstage experience i think and when you're growing up you think backstage is all about partying and being stupid and then you know you soon realize it's not you know it's quite serious and you guys got a job to do so i toned down after that but yeah first backstage experience i um i was just letting loose and and i was fucking wasted yeah but um i remember how annoyed adam was and i did apologize him at the very end of the night like phil said don't go near him don't go near him but i went near him and he was like he was like fucking so angry like ready to fucking smash me and i'm like dude i'm already cut open and i'm bleeding and and <laughs> i and then I, I left him alone and then before <laughs> before i left i went back up one more time and just said man i'm so sorry and, and by then he was like all right, all right, all right we'll fucking yeah don't do that sort of shit again. Oh yeah, sweet. But, yeah, um, that was my first backstage experience, and that's funny. I didn't know that that was your I, machine head through the ashes was your first backstage experience. That's funny. Other I'm than pretty your sure own, your own backstage yeah, yeah. with your own band. Yeah, yeah. So that was um, that was interesting. Uh, fuck. Some mate, like I said, plenty, plenty of other funny times backstage, and yeah. Miranda and Andreas, we I had some funny times with them. For sure. Hey, well, we're just, gonna have just to all the headcases. We're gonna have to make some more memories. We're gonna have For to sure. make some more backstage hangs and you know, hopefully you can get your stuff together all sorted for UK dates and all that. I'm sure those guys would all love to see you. Oh, for sure. I'm trying to, man. I'm um I'm trying to have it all booked by the end of this month. So once I sort it out, I'll let you know. And uh, I can't wait to rage. Can't wait to get over there. Yeah. Well, anyway, been good talking to you, ma'am. Been good, been uh, good talking to you. Up. Always it's been, good. A while, it's been a while since we had a long catch up. Yeah, it has been. Probably, probably since uh, UK. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Really, probably since Australia. I don't say what, like, we had a good hang. It was kind of short, though. Yeah. Like, it was brief, and I was, I mean, I guess we raged in a couple different nights, but it was like, I was just, like, a million things happening. Yeah. No, anyway, definitely. But good talking to you, man. Best of luck it's... with everything. Hope you get your uh, your job situation sorted out. I'm sure that'll make you, that'll be a big relief to you. Yeah. Look, I got some stuff on the go. I'm working again. I'm making some money, and, uh, yeah. I was always saving anyway. So I've always got savings so I can travel. So awesome. We're, we're good. Awesome. Well, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. Some hilarious fucking stories from the mighty, mighty Floyd barbecue. There are no fucking regrets. With Rob Flynn.